everybody out there to Divorce Devil episode 160, not the Dave Chappelle show, but Divorce Devil episode 160. We have moments. Today we're talking about who would be your four people on Mount Rushmore that helped you survive your divorce and push you through your divorce recovery. Who do you put up on that yeah. who do you mountain? Put up four faces or a combination of? Uh, four faces that you put on that mountain. I'm going to get you. <laughs> Are you? I can't wait. Because no, I have no, been no. there. Have you been there? Yes. Isn't that cool? Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, when so, you... so who's first? No, first. There. <laughs> <laughs> He's still Excuse thinking me. about the Chappelle jokes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Teddy Roosevelt, Roosevelt, and Ben Franklin? No. No. <laughs> who's the fourth one? Oh, my God. We suck. Who's the fourth one? Come on! I don't even know now. Don't don't make me don't make me have to go to the internet. Pee Herman. <laughs> um, no, it's Lance. Where are you when we need you? Uh, Roosevelt, Washington. Roosevelt's got the mustache. Washington. Thomas Jefferson Thomas is the fourth Jefferson. one. Thomas yeah. Jefferson. Okay. I was like, so those are the four presidents that we just figured out. So thank you for coming and thank you for listening to the podcast. That's it. Goodbye. Yeah. End of show. So Rick and I relate to the people or places or things that got us through our divorce recovery that um, should be on our Fucking divorce recovery. Grade English class. People, uh, places, things. All right. Hey, hey. Easy, Action easy, verbs. easy. What easy, the hell's happening easy, here? Easy, partner. So who who's your first president of your divorce recovery that helped you? Who's your first president? I'm oh. gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go different. Myself. Okay. I need to put myself up there because my entire marriage, I didn't put myself first. Ooh, interesting. I didn't put myself in any level of priority. I always was trying to, as a family, as a mom, as a this, you know, you have to have a job with the white picket fence, the whole kit and caboodle. And in doing that, I lost myself. So my first and foremost, I think, and again, before I was even said I want a divorce, I had to be selfish. I had to pick me. And I don't think anybody was ever neglected, but I had to give less to them so I can give more to me. And let me tell you, I got the best view. I, you know, face all the the best. I face all the things of adversity. I faced all the things that would make my, I think to make my family proud to say, hey, you know what? You stood up. You did this. I had to break a lot of generational curses because a lot of my family were in relationships. Mom, like my mom's family, stuff like that. In relationships they shouldn't have been in, but it wasn't the thing to do. You didn't get divorced. You worked it out with your alcoholic husband or your abusive husband. You did all the things because it was not, it wasn't posh you to get divorced. Yep. You made a commitment. And by you saying I had enough, you, you're you're breaking your commitment. So even if you are being abused verbally, whatever, all the things, if you break it up, it's your fault, even though you had all these other things that were causing you sadness. And I don't think I don't think my mom's generation, you know, she'd be 70 something, accepted that it would be OK if you weren't in a marriage because that was what you lived for to be married, have children and, you know, make next generations. 
So I pick myself and okay. I pick the, the healing of the generations of crap, my mom's side especially. Um, and so I would be up there first. Well, I'm not going to be that selfish. And again, I'm, you sometimes you have to be. <laughs> and fuck off, David, because you have the best co-host ever. You're welcome. Uh, my number one is going to be my aunt, Aunt Lynn. Mm. Aunt Lynn talked me off the edge or the edge of the mountain, the Mount Rushmore mountain, yeah. quite a few times. When I was down and out, mm-hmm. uh, she picked me up, dusted me off, and just over the phone. Never saw her doing the divorce proceedings. You know, she mm-hmm. lives in Memphis. I love her to death. And mm-hmm. she used to be really mean to me when we were little. But now we're older and best friends. But, yeah, she. And she probably wasn't she, mean. She was probably just going, she, you're going to turn out She good. was matter of fact, man. She doesn't say a bad thing about anybody. She's a retired uh, special ed teacher. Oh, yeah. And those people are blessed. Yeah. They are. They very yeah. sticklery. Yeah. She's a positive person and she got me through it. And, and Aunt Lynn, I love you. And she's my favorite uh, aunt, favorite relative. Hell, screw yeah. it. Two. My next, in my head, I was like, my kids got me through because I had to keep going. But specifically, I think my kids and having to experience the divorce themselves were in their own mind trying to figure things out. But I I think I'd have to say like my youngest, he was the reason I got up. He was the reason that I had to go to work because I needed to take care of him. And at the time, you know, we know my financial situation. Then mm-hmm. if I didn't go to work, I didn't get him to school. I didn't do all these things. I wasn't being productive to yep. make him have a better life. Now, my daughter's at college, and of course, she, you know, did what she could, but she was very angry and upset. And at 19, you've only known your parents together, right? Yep, that's all and then you know. my elder son, he was already graduating and all graduating, graduated college, and then it all happened. So he was already doing life, right? So his. Mm-hmm perspective was only it's a lot of it was one sided because he was living with his dad and working on the ranch where his dad um, lived and stuff. So really like my daughter would give me advice, but she, a lot of times she called, I didn't want to give her any of my shit or Mm -hmm. my take on it. I was just trying to listen and make sure that I was there for her. But my little, my Logan, I have to say that he was, he'd have to be up there because my all of my strength was looking up to that kid going hey i can't make this any worse for him i have to get through i have to do all the things that i have to do and that was the reason why you took care of yourself kind yeah. of like the plane going and down it was you like, got to take care of yourself i need to make sure that he's taking care of all the things and looking up going look at that face i need to take care of him so i'd have to say kids as a whole they'd all be up there mm-hmm. but logan I, I still had to mother. He wasn't self-sufficient. He doesn't drive. He do, doesn't have a job. Do you he think it would have, have been different? You wouldn't have kids? It would have been interesting, huh? I I might still be depressed or serial <laughs> dating or mm-hmm. all the things, like not healed. I'd probably still be, you know. Like something to live for. Yeah. I, I'd be like, okay, what's the purpose? Or no one's ever going to love me because I have baggage or, you know. What's my, I broke up something without kids, without this, without, mm-hmm. you know, all these other things. And so it probably was me. It was probably my fault. It definitely would be different. Yeah. My number two is I'm a group at all. You, divorce recovery, the, the, the church, the podcast, uh, yeah. uh, Warren, P 
people that listen, people that don't listen, uh, people that support us, ones that don't support us. Yeah, all that. That's my. Am I number two? Yeah, yeah. number two. That's 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 all. That's your number two. That's, your poop. That's that's <laughs> like a ball of wax. It's like a big poop that's all magnet. This shit. Everything. <laughs> yeah. All the positive and negative, you know, the 159, 60 episodes. God, that's, yeah. that's freaking wild, by it's the nice, way. Yeah. Um, and uh, all the guests we've had, oh, yeah. uh, uh, Lisa, Lang, I mean, Kelly, all the craziness, Kelly, Melissa, everybody. All the um, all the people. Yeah. Um, all the, all, you know, my kids' guests, Lance. Yeah. Uh, I mean, everything is just, just a big old ball of. Thank you and healing and, and so basically even, the divorce even, devil yeah, family. Yeah. E- even the negative parts were, were, yeah. were healing. Well, even the, the trials and tribulations of all the stuff. Yeah. And like, sometimes we do a topic and we didn't realize how yep. stuck Definitely. in something we were until we talked it out. And you're like, huh, I thought I thought this. And then when you talk about it, you're like, wait, shit, I fucking don't even know who the hell I am. But you know, the, the most negative part about that though, that ball of wax. Yeah. Freaking technical problems. <laughs> Gosh. You, I turned it to someone else when we had technical problems, didn't I? Oh, Especially those ones from the it. house. When oh. I'd be at home or something because of the oh. weather. And you'd be like, can't hear you. I'm like, David, you're talking eight times in one button. Any, I, stop touching the buttons. Any, anything but technical problems. But everything else, that ball of wax. But, but, yeah. but if I could remove the technical problems, that would be it. You yeah. know, I, I'd rather have... 30 bad days than one day of technical problems yeah. or, or one minute of technical problems. Yeah. That just drives me nuts. But yeah, that's that's my number two. Okay, number three. So my number three, as you know, we all talk about our village. I have some friends that, you know, I've had for 20 years and I have some friends that I've had for seven because as long as I've lived here. Mm-hmm. And the people who I thought were going to be there disappointed me. Like hardcore, but that helps you heal too, right? Yeah, okay. and then the people. I think the best part were the people that surprised me. Like I knew my best friend Sandy back home. Like I've known her forever. You know, since my Jake was little, we've been friends. She's always been there, no matter what. And she'd be like, "Well, no, that's not that's not right. We're not going to do that." And I, I I think that's that Jersey dynamic. Yep. Um, we're a filter, and she'll be like, she'll be she'll tell me, "No, we're not going to do that. No, we're not going to act like that. We're not going to say that. Why do you say that? You're crazy." Like, gives me my gives me my true reflection because sometimes when we have that best friend, they just deal with who you are, mm-hmm. right? Because you've known each other forever. So you, they give you excuses to be sad or depressed yep. or angry or, or this. Or just add on to and, it. And like, you know, serial dating, all the things. Yep. And, you know, those friends that are like, okay, this is a shitty time. But we got through other shitty times. Um, and, you know, she's so far away. She's visited a couple times. And, of course, I go home all the time. Um, the ones are just like, I don't care what your shit is. I'm going to help you get through it. I'm going to help you see that. It's going to be better and brighter. And like my girlfriend, Tracy, that's here, you know, when I was still working at the other school, she would just, like I said, she would just drop off like a protein cookie and a a, a shake, a protein shake or something because I wasn't eating. I wasn't sleeping. Mm -hmm. I wasn't, you know, I was drinking too much. And of course, all those things can spiral into something else without a divorce. 
So with a divorce, you're like, oh, I'm useless. I got nothing. I have nobody to go home to. I'm going home by myself. My kids were, you know, if if my son was with his dad and I had no plans or didn't swipe left or right, I'm just sitting in my own shit. And, you know, my girlfriend would be like, hey, let's just go for a walk. Let's just meet and go for a walk. I go, I don't want to go for a walk. Well, you're going to go for a walk. And so those people... And, like, Peggy. Peggy got me through a lot of things. We were going through our divorce together. Mm-hmm. Um, we had similar situations, but not, like, just how we were navigating. And she was all by herself. And, you know, her family's far away. And my family's far away. And, you know, she introduced me to you. And without her, I may not be here. I yeah. may not have had a connection that, Things you know, led to, like, hey, you want to do a podcast? Or, by the way, I'm going to do your podcast with you. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's how it works. I'm going to show up at 3.30 be here. Um, yes. Yeah. We're going to do this every day because I like doing this and it's yes. fun. Um, so, yeah, I think that village, that village part of it, they'd all be up there and, you know, have their crowns and adjusting their each other's mm-hmm. crowns. And it'd be sparkly and rainbow glitter because when the shit hits the fan, you, you got some people that really that's are there true. for you. So my number three is going to be my two boys from undergrad, Bob and Steve. We, um, oh man, countless nights. Almost we thought would, you said Bob and Weave. Bob and Weave. <laughs> or Bob Neil and, and Weave, Bob. Bob and Steve. <laughs> That's a whole other joke. We, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> ah! Soundbite. <laughs> um, we don't play music here. We play soundbites. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we would uh, conference call every other week or whatever. But man, when my anger would hit, I would call them. And what's interesting is, so I'm the crazy one. Bob's kind of the hothead and uh, Steve's the calm one. Talking to those two guys and getting both sides was so funny. I just had to laugh. And I think that oh, helps yeah. too, laughter. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, we would laugh a lot. And, and they talked me off the shelf or the Elf on the shelf, <laughs> off the ledge quite a bit. Dennis on the shelf. Yeah, Dennis on the shelf. But uh, they they really helped me, and I really appreciate that. But yeah, we had some good times talking about crazy shit. And then you and like a lot of times yeah. when you're with your with your with your group, your friends, or whatever, yep. you'll say something like, "Did you really just say this?" Or mm-hmm. did you like? I can remember times of like. You know, and a couple times when I had gone out, I'd gone out with people who had similar, like, that were getting divorced. Like, my girlfriend, uh, Tracy, she wasn't divorced, but she would say stuff to me, and I was like, I said that, didn't I? Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm not in your right mental state, you know, oh, whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. And sometimes going out, I was just like, I just need to laugh. I just need to feel like myself again. And a lot of times those people help you just forget the shit you're going through. Yes, you're going to come back to it and they're going to be there. And, you know, not always can everybody be available for you, but the people that make a a tiny bit of effort really do. I I hope that they know how much they've helped us. Hmm. All right, what's your fourth? Uh, Uh Uh-oh. There's going to be a conglomeration of of everybody in the world. No. My fourth is Lance. Oh! My fourth is Lance. Because... He had gone through it early, like a couple months earlier, had gone through a divorce, and I had all the walls up, and I had the, nope, I'm done, because of the previous couple month relationship I was in that was shitty. and That's because you have a bad picker. That's okay. Well, my picker, I went different picker. I went mm-hmm. opposite of my picker and found Lance. Um, he gives me my shit back. He does oh, the yeah. same thing as my friend. Calls you on your shit. He doesn't, he's... 
he's one of those guys for his job. He has to be rough around the edges, right? He's got to have this, his air about him, Mm -hmm. but he's really like one of the kindest humans I've ever met. If you Mm -hmm. mention something and you're not really asking for it or you're doing something, he like will research it, help you figure it out. Like a lot of times my brain, we all know Rachel's squirrel squirrel brain. Squirrel central. I call him the squirrel wrangler because it's like he puts a little lasso <laughs> going, hold up, girl. Hold up. It's all right. We're going to do something similar to that. But, you know, we're not going to be jumping out of airplanes. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're flying Alaska Airlines. But <laughs> they lost <Wow>. the door. <laughs> um, no, just your shirt. Oh, the whole body. Yeah. yeah. Just, your, just your shirt. <laughs> so um, he really has taught me to put myself first. And you can put yourself first and be loving and caring. And he's taught me that some of the walls that we put up when we're going through divorce are necessary for our time, mm-hmm. but they also need to come down so you can figure out who the other person you're with is or who you are. And you may have to stick up to someone now. And if you know you have someone that's got your back no matter what, okay, that cry a little bit. Um, it really does help you heal. It really does help you say, you know, I know I'm a great person. I know I have my shit. I know I'm a squirrel. I know whatever. But it really does help you find that new path, that new life, a new love, a new way of seeing the world. Because when you're going through a divorce, you're like, I'm going to be miserable for the rest of my life. I lost a husband and I separated my family and I did all these things and... So thanks, Lance. I really, I, I don't know if you know how much you have changed and helped me there you go. find who I am. And you are one of the people on my mountain. All right. My fourth um, is more like your third, I guess. It, it was a conglomeration of, of, uh, of <coughs> my village. So my kids, my wife, uh, Valerie has been supportive in in this endeavor she with podcast. Put it with my ass. <laughs> um, Jim and Diane, uh, sort. You have another one? No, keep going. I'm gonna. I just. I have a surprise for you. Oh, surprise! Yeah. Um, that uh, my staff. My staff was yeah. instrumental getting me through this it. This is a big fucking mountain. Uh, oh, yeah. This Everybody's is, this is invited. Huge. This is huge. Yeah. Um, all my friends, uh, all the women I dated. <laughs> you cannot put them yes, on the I can. mountain. Yes, I can. Because you can do whatever the hell you want they, on your mountain. They were part of those stepping stones to where I am now. Okay. Yes. That was a curveball, wasn't I'm it? Worried. I was. I got a better curveball. <laughs> you're, you're, you're getting ready to beat it up. No, no. So we've all seen uh, Mount Rushmore. Uh, my dog. I'm not done. Oh, sorry. My dog. My neighbor's brother's uncle's the, cousin. The mailman. Uh... Uh, the guy that cleaned out my sewer that one time. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, this the, is a serious podcast, people. I swear. The substitute uh, mailman. Teacher when you were six. My cousins. Uh, All the people that have been there for us, um, for you. and My mother showing me how to handle people. You mean Ooh, my mother. narcissism is beautiful. Yes. If yes. you learn how to deal with it. Yes. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, uh, people on the podcast, yes, but I already did that before. Yeah, yeah. 
So that's my fourth. He's that's, also getting yeah, older. Yeah, my, okay. my face on the fourth one is huge. It, it's, just, it's just a conglomeration of it's a bunch like a of It's like a Picasso. <laughs> yes, yes. Like the, like the melting clock. You're not sure what's happening. Salvador Dali. I thought like Clockwork Orange, maybe. No. no. It's in his own. Roddy McDowell. No, 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 no. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so we all have seen Ra- Mount Rushmore. Well, David well, and I have. Not all of us, David but yeah. And, well, we know what everybody pretty much knows what it looks like. If you have to Google it, it's okay. Yep. We understand some of the younger people. Um, but I would like to say, David, you are my crazy horse. <laughs> you have your own mountain. Explain crazy horse to people, too. So crazy horse is another mountain that they are carving out. And they have, like, the part of the face, face of the and a little bit of the horse is starting. That will never be done in our lifetime. That's never. okay, because you are a work in progress. There you go. And I am a work in progress. Uh, and I'm healed. But listen. I'm healed. I'm still talking. I'm healed. Okay, you're healed, but okay. for me, you are my crazy horse because oh, shit. you are constantly growing and changing and molding me to Chameleon. be a better person. And I can't thank you enough. You deserve your own mountain and, and all the things that you do to help people and our guests and, you know, all the people in your life. I just want you to know that I appreciate appreciate you more than you know. And you are my crazy horse. You know how I help you? I know how I help you with my crazy topics. <laughs> yes. So without my crazy horse. You go, look at that topic. Wow. I get uh and then your brain kind of kind of seizes up. Well, it's funny because today when you said Mount Rushmore, I go, "Oh, the mountain." Okay, because <laughs> I, I was literally in the middle of a kid going, "I have chest pain." I was like, "Oh, cool." What What do you know about Mount Rushmore? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, I am. I am very blessed to have you as, as a co-host. You know, you should be your own mountain. Screw crazy horse. Be your own state. <laughs> But uh, people don't realize that when we do these these uh, podcasts, we kind of come up with the subject that day. Yeah. Yeah. Because if we think about it too much, it will just go off the track in the yeah. last 17 yeah. hours. And we'll be like, oh, yeah. it's next it's Thursday. It's like, you know, have a half day on Thursday and Thursday morning and say, hey, or Wednesday yeah. afternoon and say, hey, how about, how about this? And you the go, craziest okay. thing is when he picks a topic or if I say, hey, well, how about we do this? We've already been like. Wait, I'm Going dealing through with it that. that week. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, I really had this shitty situation with my, you know, my ex-mother-in-law or something. And someone has something with their mother. And I'm like, wait, are we doing the same thing here? What's happening? Or kids or, you know, drama from the ex. And it generally, anytime we a topic gets thrown at the, the other one, it, that one is dealing with it. So we kind of... Our energies match a lot. Scary. Yeah. And so, and if not, I'd be like, I'm not really sure what this word is. So I'm going to fly off the cuff. I think my double ganger is a squirrely white girl from Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) That's my double ganger right there. And mine's a black dentist from, I don't even know where the hell you're from anymore. Kansas City. Hey, hey, hey. Easy, easy, easy. I mean, Travis Kelsey is pretty cute. What word? What? You said there was a word. Oh, sometimes when you send me stuff, I'm like, I got to Google that because that's too smart for me. I don't use big words. sometimes the AI is way smarter so, some, than Miss Rachel. Next, hey, next time I see something, I'm going to put the word molar in there. What? How is divorce recovery like a bad today molar? Today, I tried <laughs> to make the word conversate a real word. It is a real word. A converse, Conversate? Conversate. No, no. Converse. Converse. <laughs> 
Converse? A shoe? No, like you converse <laughs> with each other. You don't Con- conversate. Conversate. No, no. Hey, we're going to conversate next <laughs> podcast. So I was like, conversate. It's got to be a word. And he kept telling me that it was spelled wrong or it wasn't a word. And it's like, no word is found. And I'm like, hey, literary people over there that, oh, teachers. What is the defini- definition of conversate? They're like, converse. Wait, com- converse? How is divorce recovery like conversate? <laughs> That'll be the next divorce recovery, it is. 161. It's some days you're like, I it know it's got to be a thing, yes. but I don't know what the hell the thing is. Yeah. But we want to thank everybody for listening to it's us, 160 uh, episodes, and we're going to keep cranking them out because we're crazy like that. And, Especially uh, those people who say, hey, where's the next episode? I'm like, dude, yep. just subscribe. Yep. I can't even say that word. Subscribe. to our S- Subscribe. 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 Listen to us on your favorite media options. I had a patient used to tell me that he wanted a subscription. Subscri- Not a prescription, but a subscription. Playboy, what? So I was going to get, like, you know, Hustler. I said, yo, dude, I, I got you. Teen Beat 17. This, this, this will get rid of your uh, VD. <laughs> Teen Beat. Dude, you're a dentist. Who's getting... What? VD? Hey. In your mouth? No. Oh. Yes. What? Yes. What? VD goes in the mouth, too. Huh? VD's just not down in the private parts. Oh, They're you got to start oral. somewhere, right? Yeah. Oh, do you? cavity. What the heck? Yeah. All right, this is why I'm not a dentist. All right. Nope. That's All why right, when everybody. there's a teeth issue at school, who do I call? We're going to conversate this later. <laughs> My conversate is broken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing we have a podcast. Where does your conversate bend? No, it doesn't. Don't bend it. Don't touch uh, it. Don't, don't, don't touch, touch it if it's got BD. Don't touch it. It looks juicy. <laughs> okay, we digress from con- we digress in the conversate. So we're going to talk to you guys next time. But thank you for listening to we're our gonna wacky. We're going to change up some of these. And uh, think about your four phases on Mount Rushmore as or you go your through your horse. divorce recovery, or your crazy horse. But you know, um, tell those Mount Rushmores thank you. That's yeah. what you got to do. Yeah, reach out. Call them up tonight. Say yo. I made you a Mount Rushmore. Thank you for saving my ass. I appreciate you. So I'm going to text you and then conversate you later. <laughs> Just don't be foggy. Yeah. I need to see you. All, all right. Time. Love you guys. Take care. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye.